0: Grand Moff-Tarkin, I am honored by your visit. Uh,
1: Alright,
0: we gonna... gonna... Okay, okay so, so... It's you, right? It's me. Okay. So... Okay! Welcome to Grand Moff-Tarkin! Delicately curated, law-informed discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, Taylor to the modern fanatic Brought to you lovingly and <laughs> wiggly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your host, Riley! Hey Jake? I'm sorry And it's Isaac! I'm not sorry So,
2: like... <laughs> seconds before he, not even seconds, milliseconds yeah. before he started that, he was just talking like a normal person. He's, a normal like, he's like, oh, hey, is it time to go?
0: <laughs> <laughs> when it's time for show business, it's time for show That's business. Right. Listeners How are know. you all doing? I'm pointing at every one of you with my fluffy arms. <laughs> he scared us very much. Yeah, listeners should know that
1: Isaac has a normal voice that he does when he's not on the show. <laughs> he sounds completely different.
0: Yeah, he I'm really as does. quiet as a church mouse and Mika's a church lady. <laughs> so, guys, what are your... A lot of church talk, right What? How are you guys doing? Since 15 minutes ago, we recorded (laughs) our last episode. We ate
2: dinner, so we ate dinner. I feel like a
0: gross,
1: disgusting person. I ate so much food. I
0: did. I ate something called the squealer. (laughs) It was the biggest sandwich I've ever seen in my life. It was. I had to use a knife and a fork. It was so. It uh. They took every part of the pig that you would you could think of, and they just and they didn't disassemble it. They just put it on. No. Ouch,
2: my side hurts. Oh, so anyway,
0: uh, how was your meal, guys?
1: It was all right. Well, I ate a humongous amount of my food, and then I also had to eat a humongous amount of somebody else's food, and so I, I feel really gross. I was kind of
0: in that same boat too. So, uh, guys, let's let's hear it for being gross. Yeah,
2: I, I ate the perfect amount of wings, and I feel okay. Well, Riley's
1: just always kind of
2: blowing well, the show. We don't. Okay. Have to to
0: I bet you also don't like the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> New listeners, that's prescient right there. In reverse order. I don't know, guys. It's been a long day. What are we doing? We're coming to the night. Well, Jake over here had the fanciful hey idea. Hey we
2: were going to talk about the Force. We should, because I think we mentioned several times we're going to talk about the yeah, Force. Yeah, we are going to talk
0: about the Force. Podcast.
2: We
1: talked about it so much on the previous Thanks podcast. to you, the I listeners.
2: Know. Yes, thanks to the listeners. But we were going to do an episode about it, and we might have something in the can about the Force yeah. more in depth in the future. But for now, we feel like we just talked a whole lot about the Force. We're in the, in the lovely the listen, listener questions episode. Thank you so much again.
0: Yeah, really. Like, we... The amount of planning that we put into this... Actually, no. is Riley's right? fine. You know, I have put a lot I of planning in
2: actually, the last episode.
0: Riley always brings notes. He brings... Basically, he creates a visual dictionary. He he is our Pablo Hidalgo. Listen... And gonna... I and Jake and I are the two people on Twitter who yell at him about <laughs> canon.
2: <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm I would say that it's for the for the listeners, and I just want it to be a good podcast. It's so much fun for me to do it. Yeah. That's the only reason can I, I sit down and do stuff. guys. It's so, just a lot it. of fun. If you
0: don't think we're real fans here, we're not. We are your source for <laughs> talking about Star Wars. And that's kind of what we're doing tonight, guys. Episode 8, the... Of what? Spider-Man Homecoming just came out. Yeah, it's to be at least the 8th one of is those. Is that the 8th installment in the uh, the franchise? It has to be. It's Come the on. best
1: one, is what I'm going to say.
0: Hmm. Well, that's one third of our podcast who's seen the movie.
1: <laughs> I'm really dying over here. I don't know what's what happening with is my
0: happening to right you. Now? You're squirming around Riley, we like a pause. jellyfish is inside of your intestines. I
2: think we're okay. okay. Go ahead, just keep talking. I know
0: we're okay, but are you? No. Just go ahead, what? What? Where are you going? <laughs> Riley is standing up and doing stretches like from a like Jillian Michaels workout video <laughs> pre-workout. Jillian Michaels, come on the show. Jillian Jacobs, please also come on the show. As Riley loudly comes back to the podcast stage, crashing right. in. Also, listen, we've, uh, one of us please, is really old.
3: One
2: of us will be cut one out. is really old on this podcast. One of us is me. like
0: two years older than the rest of us,
1: and he complains about it.
0: All From the a time. different, ju- <laughs> yeah, you're. Anyway, so episode eight uh, of Star Wars, it's it's what five months until it comes out? Is July right now? Yeah, it's
1: soon. I refuse to do math, but, uh, so I'll trust you. That on doesn't that one. seem right, though. It comes out in December, July. right? Yeah. August, September, October, November, December. Jake's holding up five stupid, fingers like whatever. a condescending... Five-finger discount right here. If you don't count July. Guys, if I you're do. from
0: a different country like uh, <laughs> France, Jake said five-finger discount, which is kind of a colloquial way of saying that he's going to go to a store, take something that he didn't pay for, and remove it from said store, and count it as one of his own personal possessions without exchanging legal tender.
1: So far, none of this podcast is usable, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> this Also, is... I'm dying. <laughs>
2: What's going on with you, buddy? I don't know. Is I it a pain? This, yeah. It's like a sudden pain in my heart. Is that bad? No, it's That's not my bad. heart. bad. Is it your left No, it's your right really? side. You're good.
0: Is my right You're heart. totally fine. Your right <laughs> heart is hurting. You're like Coyote Money, You had the second heart to power his brain. <laughs> his second brain. His second
1: brain. Coyote money.
0: K- Guys, it is like so hot outside, it's like tattooing. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have any ideas. Should okay, if over? I
2: sit like this, I'm okay. Let's go
0: don't start over okay don't so start over we're such a young podcast guys we have not got <laughs> there's not many things that we've gotten to talk about honestly in the the realm of oh Star you mean Wars.
1: young as like in terms of we haven't been around for very long as a podcast right yes i thought you were like bragging about our youthfulness as people.
0: no i'm calling our <laughs> podcast <laughs> ascension bean
1: yeah riley's actually dying of back
0: dismissed. yeah if you think we're the young podcast you think again
1: i'm good Quit looking
2: at me that's I'm, what I he feel says conscious
0: anyway we really haven't gotten to, to discuss <laughs> the last jedi episode 8 coming out uh in five months like we we've mm-hmm. talked about and of course we only ha- we we know what you know guys we uh we aren't privy we're not your that's making... where you're
1: wrong friends
2: <laughs> <laughs> at the inside scoop
0: that's right i use the privy ryan johnson but himself I'm certainly not privy me. to ryan johnson's gonna come on the show Guys, what's over. what's going to happen in the last Jedi? What's, Jake, this was kind of your idea. What's Yeah, uh, this was your idea, Jake. What's the thesis Maybe I should have hosted this? <laughs> no. What's the thesis of this podcast? The thesis is we have a
1: podcast, but as a podcast, we haven't done the cliché thing that all podcasts do, which is speculate about the next Star Wars movie. And I we make fun of other podcasts sometimes in the show, but we love Star Wars podcasting and we love speculating about Star Wars like anybody. And I just want to talk about some theories that I have deep down in my deep downs and in my heart, in my heart
0: of hearts.
2: Can we do, like, predictions and dreams? Well, that's exactly
0: what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going <laughs> like, to say. I no let's do the Ryan, that it will. We'll do the Ryan Johnson method. bro. We'll <sighs> write down every character's name and then uh, try to figure out what's the biggest challenge they're going to face in oh, the Last Jedi, that's a
1: thing.
2: I predict that I'm going to fall more in love with
1: Ryan Johnson. Oh, uh, I agree. End of podcast. <laughs> Isaac, did you have anything at the end of the podcast to say? Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, that's Grandma talking. No. Yeah. So I think what we should do first of all can we go around the table and um, let's you brought up a good point, Isaac. Mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson said what he wanted to do is. He worked out all the characters' names, and I guess that was really hard for him. I think it took him a long time.
0: Trying to think of all the characters' names? <laughs> yeah, he just wasn't sure what their names were. In the call of JJ. First, we should try to do that. But
1: second, what we should do is let's like we did with Rogue One, let's go through the characters. Let's 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 talk about um and we, we can go around. But we'll do our, our dreams for what we want to happen with this character's journey, but what we think will actually happen. Does that sound like a thing we could do? Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, okay. But let's do this first. Okay. Let's do general story idea. In general, General. Isaac, Mm -hmm. what do you think, what do you hope is going to happen in in a general story point of view with The Last Jedi? And then what do you think will actually happen?
0: I feel like my my feelings on what's going to happen in this movie are very Luke-centric, because that's kind of the information we've been Luke given. Warm, you might say. You could say that. You could say... <laughs> You're you, wrong,
1: but you could say it. You
0: could say Luke Wilson. You could say Luke Perry. You could say Luke, <laughs> Luke from Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah. Lukehead. Marvel. But, uh, so I'm talking about. uh... like Luke Skywalker is going to be one of the central characters in this movie. Like, Ryan Johnson's told us that much. And it's called The Last Jedi, so ostensibly this is going to be a very Jedi-centric movie where you've got the planet where you think Ray's going to get trained and it's one of those things too, where it's kind of like the cliche when they're going around the, uh, like the media circus and they're talking about like, Oh, this movie is going to subvert your expectations. Like, Oh, so (laughs) you're trying to say that the movie I wrote in my head is not to be the real movie. I'm not a (laughs) professional writer. So honestly, I, I think that's a good thing if my predictions end up (laughs) being wrong, because I have a feeling he's going to have something a lot better in mind. But what I think is going to happen is by it's not gonna follow the beats of Empire Strikes back. I think really at all like i I have a feeling that kind of the influence of of George is going to kind of start to fade away in this episode where as far as like mm. it's whether or not you believe in rain theory, like George said these movies kind of rhyme. So he had he at least had that in the front of his mind when he was making these movies, kind of having them share similar beats. And so I feel like a lot of people are going to expect this to follow the beats of Empire. And I, obviously, elements of a second act of anything are going to follow those sort of beats. I mean, whether it's a, a Spider-Man 2 and Empire Strikes Back. Guardians uh, of the Galaxy 2. Yeah, The Dark Knight, any of those second act movies. Like, you're going to see the, the main protagonists. They're going to be challenged in a way they hadn't before. And the villains are going to seem to gain the upper hand. And there's going to be all these sort of Trope is kind of a pejorative phrase anymore, but I mean, if a trope is done, it's once again, like anything. If you do it well, we're going to like it. So if you take the tropes and you do it well, then we're going to enjoy it. And so I do think like it's, I don't know, as far as story goes, I think that like Luke and Ray are going to be, well, just going by the teaser poster. Luke, Ray, and Kylo are probably going to be, we're going to get the a lot of the three amigos. Story. Yeah, the three amigos. They'll be broing out maybe.
1: They might be chilling out. They might be growing out. It's hard to say. I what really do, hope so. What are your hopes but and
0: dreams? so Ray's gonna have to lose a limb if it's gonna follow those beats. But I don't necessarily think it will. It's yeah. just a lot of these things. I think you've done this like third time is kind of kind of pushing it as far as like let's kind of uh, follow the beats of the story again. As far as like the the, the rhyming patterns and the different uh, Star Wars cliches. So I, I think this movie. In my macro opinion, is it's gonna, it's gonna go different places, which is a, a really bad non-answer. Yeah. But I feel like that's that a lot of preamble over a non-answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's honestly gonna have that many surprises, as far huh. as like I, I think, like we're gonna be set up where Ray is, Ray's gonna show her imperfections, and we're gonna see okay, she's kind of in a kind of in a pickle by the end of this movie, but she's still alive. And I think Luke's still going to be alive at the end of the movie. Yeah. And I think that Kylo is still going to be just as bad as he was at the end of The Force Awakens. And I don't expect much in, in terms of like point A to point B like, here's the bad guy, here's the bad guy being defeated. I think the middle act will be a lot of character story development, which I'm really looking forward to.
1: Well, well you know, we've talked about Charles Dickens before on the show, but <laughs> he did. I know. I know. <laughs> Riley, I'm what are you trying think? to
0: diarrhea out of combat? <laughs> <laughs> hey, aren't we
1: all in this day and age, in this economy? Um, Riley, what's your hopes and what are your reality thoughts? My hopes,
2: um, a new hope, perhaps. My biggest hope, I guess, is that uh, Luke and Ray stay by themselves the whole
1: time. Like, then they don't even talk to each other. Like, they're by themselves. No, no, no. In a of the yeah. no. Oh. I meant
2: those two together okay. don't leave the island or that area or whatever they're doing to join everyone else until episode nine. That's my biggest hope. I, I feel like they're probably going to all meet up for some reason. Um, but I would love to just get half of a movie of nothing but the, the Yoda on Dagobah scene, yeah. which is what I think will, would, would happen if you have Luke and Ray. That's my that's my biggest hope. I've mentioned before. My other biggest hope is that Luke doesn't have a lightsaber anymore. Right. <clears throat> I would I would love. I would. It, it'll never happen because it is Star Wars. But I would love for lightsabers to be gone. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> that will not happen. And, and I like lightsabers a lot, but it, I think from a story perspective, that would be a really cool direction to take the Jedi or whatever they're going to be after the Jedi, Jedi are done. Realistic expectations. I'm thinking, because of all the, the backlash of, well, I don't I don't know if it's backlash, because it seems like this this was going to be the plan from the beginning, at least as, this is what they've said, that um, Phasma is going to come back in a major way, and she's going to be the one who causes all kinds of problems. Because I, I, mm. I feel like, they haven't they come out and said that Snoke is not, they're not going to get too much into Snoke in yeah, this one, right? Yeah.
1: They've been blatant in saying right. Snoke's not, you're not going to learn a ton about him right. in
2: this movie. And and Kylo is supposedly going to be with Snoke to train more. I guess we don't know how long. You would well, think. No, Logically, you would think that. Well, and that's that's what he said at the end of Force Awakens, bring Kylo to me to finish his training. Right. We don't know, or, or we do know, this takes place, like, isn't this supposed to take place, like, immediately after Force Awakens? Yeah, yeah we just it about have to, yeah. Yeah, so I feel, I don't think we're going to go the whole movie without Kylo. So I'm sure he'll come back at some point, but I think that leaves the door open for Phasma to be the the main antagonist of this movie. Mm. She might not, <clears throat> she might not survive, and which would be kind of cool because then you've got Kylo and Snoke as the as the main bads in, in nine. But um, I just have a feeling that Phasma is going to come in because e- even though people talk about the similar similarities between Force Awakens and A New Hope, they sure but they do. but they didn't end the same way, like. The bad mm-hmm. guys' base got destroyed, but all the main bad guys survived. They still have a ton of of power, and the good guys totally got wrecked. Like the Republic is mm-hmm. in shambles right now. Suppose I would I would presume
0: it's like an even fight now.
2: Right, it's an even fight. So yeah. so the the two sides, the uh, the First Order doesn't really have to strike back in this one because they're still in a position of power. Um, so I feel like they're gonna come in full force and maybe wreck the resistance a little bit with phasma at the lead that's my that's my guess yeah and i and i think luke and and ray will have to come and help even though i i would prefer for them to stay on their own and just talk about the force for an hour mm.
1: <laughs> just kind of like have a little sit down Ted yeah talk well the we've seen we've
2: seen a book which we can only presume is the the book of the wills Right. The only book we've seen in Star Wars you I think would it's love just the novelization to... <laughs> of like <a> Chewbacca's novel <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome. I would love I would love for the, us to like get into that kind of stuff. I don't know if they will in a movie where you only might. have a 2 hour and something runtime but Man, it'd be cool to delve into that stuff deeper.
0: Hope this movie stops and smells the roses. Yeah, no, I'm I with you on that. Hope that people literally stop and smell roses is what I want. <laughs> it's phasma
2: smelling roses. I she hope takes she takes helmet off. a moment. I,
0: do, I hope she takes a I hope that off. the band Outcast comes will. out in the middle of the movie and just starts singing the song Roses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, my general, like, minor moth talking to you, pretty, pretty similar. I would say I have an assimilation of your guys' feelings. Now, let me say this, because I, I think I said on a previous episode. I read some leaks, and then the trailer came out, and I was like, ooh, what I read was actually true. I'm going (laughs) to stop reading anything. So the only things that I knew were not plot details. It was all I knew about CantoBite. And I knew about an action set piece that takes place there. And I knew about another little action-y scene. But I don't know there about like, any actual plot There were, like, details.
2: pictures a year ago of some kind of wreck
1: on Canto Bite or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that, that I like, saw. a speeder chase. Yeah, that a that's a long, what time I, ago. I saw that, and I saw something that happens on the island that I won't talk about, but mm. kind of action But also, it's not plot detail at right. all. Um,
0: I saw some of those, like, fish guy aliens on Canto Bite as well. Like, yeah. they all looked like they were dressed as, like, priests. or mm-hmm. They kind of had that sort of, like, black garb on. It was kind of... I guess I know one
1: other little thing, but once again, it's not plot. It's just like purely aesthetic things. So I don't know any plot details. So Mm -hmm. I I just want to say that. Not that I think I'll be right about anything. Mm -hmm. But I know if if we have any people that listen to our show, and I don't think we do, they might have (laughs) heard that part of our show. my hope is that this movie takes us into weird places mm-hmm. and i really that's what i really want i think it will because it even just like the aesthetic of canto white which if listeners haven't looked at the vanity fair article which you mentioned a few times <laughs> on our show <laughs> it's basically they do a little as in-depth a look as you can do of a movie that's going to come out in eight months or however long that article came out and come out an article come out like force awake can come out right and it gives you a little glimpse of a planet called Cantobite which is a the new Maz's Castle Casino/Rich it's almost like um Montenegro in um Casino Royale type super rich high stakes cool rich people place <laughs> for Star Wars friends
2: and it's what didn't the article talk about them being like Snoke's buddies yeah they're like oh, yeah. they yeah. are
1: in with Snoke so yeah they're down with the snow and and, and they are woke to snow wah and uh, 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 (laughs) wah oh oh (laughs) so you know my hope is that the whole movie is fun new stuff like that yeah it seems pretty clear that Finn and Rose are gonna go on an adventure there and that Finn and Leia are gonna do not Finn and Leia I'm sorry Poe and Leia are gonna do their thing and then you got Ray and Luke and Chewie and are two doing their thing, but I hope that all of those individual threads—I don't even necessarily need them all to coalesce together—but mm-hmm. I want them all to do things. Where you're like, whoa! I'm not seeing something like this before. Yeah, that's my dream. I think inherently, like Isaac was saying, it, because it's the middle chapter, there's going to be some connections. Now, Ryan Johnson on Twitter, some fan made a comment in him, like, "Hey, bro, you're just gonna rip off Empire, blah," and he mm-hmm. was like, "Hey." You bro, I did not spend the last 4 years of my life just remaking empire. Right. He said something like super like I'm not doing that.
2: Now, I think we've mentioned this before. There's like not a director I would trust with this movie more than Ryan Johnson right now.
1: <laughs> 100%, especially to go in kind of weird directions with yeah. this. Yeah. So, I don't think that it will be short on artsy interesting things. Inherently, there is going to be a training aspect of a master and a mm-hmm. learner where presumably Luke will be teaching Rey in the ways of the Force, which is reminiscent of Empire. Right. But short of that, it seems like the rest of it is pretty interesting. I guess I don't know. No have... one's
2: going to get frozen in carbonite. Yeah. And... yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> Not...
1: I would even be curious if there's going to be any humongous cliffhangers. But let's let's get into characters. Mm. Let's talk about characters.
0: Well, before that, though. I don't Know if you guys want to talk about this later, but I definitely do have like thoughts on how I think this movie is going to start, or I think what would be a good idea. That's you know what to start, yeah. I have um, title theories about
1: that is what, yeah, that was it actually. Good (laughs) go, I had a theory about that too. You better not steal the theory that I had that I told you, but I have a theory about how I think this movie is going to start too.
2: I have not even thought about it, so you guys lay, lay these theories on me.
0: Do you want me to go?
1: yeah go ahead okay let's do it
0: yell at you if you steal the thing that i told you okay i think i kind of remember and if i'm remembering correctly it's not it's like not even close but um i remember a a comment pablo the dog was made on twitter many times like people have asked was it shut
2: up and stop talking mostly (laughs) honestly yeah was it about a transformer
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know what is it going to start with transformers (laughs) but uh I can understand Pablo's plight most of the time. It's oh, absolutely. I love, of... I love Pablo.
2: Absolutely. Oh, no, I can't oh, yeah. imagine having that job and having a thousand billion angry nerds because
1: you know, you nobody, every day. in fact, nobody else, I don't think, could handle it as well as he does. <laughs> because he's <laughs> doing that stuff in a fun way. There's yeah. plenty
0: of evidence. If you a- ask him like a good question like in, in a sincere way, he'll give you an answer yeah. and you say thank you and he'll say you're welcome and then yeah. you'll go about your day and it's all hunky-dory. A real-life
2: chill bro. You
1: know really? what? Chill bro Pablo Hidalgo. Pablo Hidal bro. Cool. Come on
0: the show. Pablo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to try to do it. Pablo. Pablo Hidal. Bro. Chill blow Hidalgo bro. Chill blow <laughs> <Hey dog bro. laughs> Hidalgo blow, a
2: dog blow. A dog, bro. That
0: is what they called him in seventh grade when they couldn't think of anything better. <laughs> so this is how I think The Last Jedi will start, guys. Okay. I've heard Pablo Hidalgo say plenty of times to people who have asked. They've asked about um, like hyperspace travel and how long it takes to get from point A to point B, and he's always pointed out that hyperspace travel within the context of Star Wars takes as long as the plot necessitates it to. Yeah. Exactly. He's done
2: that since the very beginning. Yeah.
1: yeah, if you're asking that question, you're asking the wrong question. I mean. Yeah. As soon as, like, as soon <laughs> the end of Jake is
0: not Pablo Dago. But um, <laughs> at the end of Force Awakens, of course, Ray and Chewbacca, we get that shot of them coming out of hyperspace to Octu. And so we know where they're Baby. going to be. <laughs> Are you talking Octu to me? <laughs> I don't
2: even, that's not even my bit, and I couldn't resist. Oh,
0: boy. It's your guys. But I, f- I feel like we're going to come to Octu with Luke and Ray. So in Force Awakens, I think it's going to follow the same sort of beat where the last of the main characters we're going to meet is going to be Rey, because remember, we we saw the first masked character, which which is Kylo, met the second masked character of Finn, and then the third masked character was Rey. So I think oh. it's going to follow that same sort of beat where her and Luke are going to be the, the last of the main characters we're going to be in, uh, in- introduced to, because, of course, this movie is taking place... Uh, right where the force awakens left off, like in like literal time, but we're not seeing what's going on with the rest of the characters. And so while they've been traveling through hyperspace, we don't know if it's been like a week that she's been gone from the resistance base. We don't know if it's been a month. I don't think it's going to be a year or anything like that, but it's going to be enough time to elapse to where like Poe can start doing his thing. Leia can start doing her thing. All the other characters can kind of start get the wheels going in motion of what they're up to. So I think the opening crawl is going to introduce us Two, I don't, I think maybe not Finn at first because we see that shot of him like still in like the whole medical tube right. thing. Yeah. And so maybe it's going to, fo- I don't know if it's going to follow the Empire beat where we're going to be introduced to the First Order after right off the bat, which we kind of were in Force Awakens to the same extent we were in Empire with like we get the Star Destroyer shot and then it shoots something out. But I think we're going to be introduced not to, to Ray first, but maybe to like Poe or Phasma. That, that's kind of my prediction. We're going to be, the crawl is going to, like identify them and we're going to get that opening scene and that's going to kind of set the table for their stuff and then once the action and the groundwork has been set for the story outside of octu then we're going to go to octu and that's how i think it's going to start out
1: that's an excellent prediction
2: here's my quick prediction quick predict as you might say okay (laughs) i won't say it but you did (laughs) i think we're going to start with the uh like the speeders on the planet with the red dust coming up behind them. We're really, gonna, we're gonna yeah. s- opening. We're gonna heart. start with those dudes mm. going up against these. This is just movies. like the Battle of Hoth. <laughs> I'm my, Red Letter Media. There's my <laughs> prediction. <laughs> I have put zero thought into it. Jake, yeah, what's your one that tell. you've actually thought about?
1: Okay, I have a a thought that's been it's been percolating, much like a fish might do in coffee. <laughs> Now, what? deep cuts. Not, deep cuts. Not really. Listen
2: to our Twin Peaks podcast that, yeah. we, don't, that we don't have. Well, we
1: don't have, but listen to it. My theory is that, now this is actually more of a dream, but we talked about this a little bit, which is there's so much stuff that needs to happen exposition-wise. It's, it's almost impossible to imagine. How can they get all the necessary exposition of what happened to Luke's Jedi Temple? What happened um, with... The Knights of Ren and all these things, how could they do that in a succinct way? You could have a whole movie of just Luke talking to Ray, explaining mm-hmm. all the things that happened I'd before watch the it. Force Awakens, and I would watch that. <laughs> I kind of hope that's what the movie is, yeah. but here's what I think. So Rogue One started for the first time ever in a Star Wars movie with a flashback, mm-hmm. and it worked. The movie was a great success. My theory is that for the first time in a saga entry in Star Wars, it will similarly, entry, entry, <laughs> similarly start with a flashback. My theory is that it will open with... You'll, you'll see a ship flying in space after the crawl comes up like normal. You're going to have a silent montage set to John Williams' music. The ship that lands is going to be a young Kylo Ren and his parents, CGI'd. landing
0: on... No, real CGI and Adam Driver.
1: <laughs> They'll just take his actual normal, <laughs> he, like, 30-year-old head and put it on a child's body. They'll just put,
0: like, take Adam Driver now and put him in kids' clothes. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. They won't address it at all. It'll be like when uh, Henry Cavill was younger in A Man of Steel, but they just, like, made his hair a little less nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it the whole opening of the movie, I think, will be a flashback montage establishing Kylo Ren going to the temple montage of him training with Luke. You see him being pulled towards the dark side. The the training failing. You see him maybe pulling other kids to the dark side with him, forming the Knights of Ren, Mm -hmm. seeing Luke's tragic having to, maybe even having to kill younglings like Anakin did. Maybe having to fight off students and, and kill them. And all of this backstory happens. We see the flaming temple like we see in the trailer for The Last Jedi. And then the smash cut to Luke... Giving that look that he gave at the end of The Force Awakens, you now have context for what he sees in the symbolism mm-hmm. of that lightsaber. That's my hope of what happens. I think what probably happens is what Isaac said. We'll start with what the First Order is doing,
0: then mm. we'll see what. Yeah, you it's know. more of kind of a by-the-book prediction. Yeah, but, but th- what which I is hope, not as exciting as yours.
1: But to me, that's like in two minutes. Ryan Johnson isn't really by the book. No, but so, if you do a two-minute yeah. montage set to amazing John Williams music, you could get all this exposition can out you, of the way without just sitting down and talking on a lot. Can log. I make
2: like one change? Yeah. I think if you set that opening—instead of like, a yeah, John Williams would be great, but what if we set it to like Footloose? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I think it'd be great. I think like just like Spider Man Three, James Franco dancing and <laughs> oh the eggs. some eggs. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Now, Jake, I I really like what you're laying down and how yeah. I I think pick it up. Then why they don't could. You? I will. But I'll, the thing is, what I'll do is I'll pick it up and I'll put it someplace else. Okay. What I think could happen. <laughs> this feels like something that could follow the beat of like once again. This is why I'm not a professional writer. What I would do is take that and kind of follow the the rhythm of like the 2009 Star Trek. Where you get to the middle of the movie and Kirk and Spock are alone in that cave and they do that mind meld and then you get to see how mm. Spock ended up there. So I think we could end up with like we're in the middle of the movie maybe and we, Ray has another force. bit. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe like mm. Luke's like, hey, Ray, come with me for a second. And they go, <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> yeah. Or like they're chilling by a campfire. Them and R2. <laughs> and like in, in all seriousness, like they somehow Luke can conjure some sort of force power. Either, I don't know if they're. they're not, I don't Ooh. think they'll do a mind meld, which is a little bit too but Star Trek. But
1: him almost tapping into her and showing her through the Force. Yes. yes, which I think it, could it, happen. Yeah.
0: Where you get where if you want to get technical, like if a Star Wars fan wants to get really technical, Zach, like, there's still no, no flashback in Star Wars. You can get by with it if it's Luke providing a vision.
1: Yeah, you know, to me, like Isaac can confirm this. I told you this theory when we walked out of seeing The Force Awakens together. So I've had this theory for a while, but now with the with the trailer for The Last Jedi, it does seem inevitable to me that there will be a flashback. Because you see Luke looking at the burning, presumably the the burning Jedi Temple. It looks like a mirror of what we saw in The Force Awakens. Force back with the fire happening in the background and him leaning to R2. Now, Riley's making a weird face and pointing at me. Let me hit you with this. Okay.
2: What if her vision was a glimpse into the future?
1: Yeah, that's another thing that might happen. But it, I don't know. It's so I don't know clean yeah. of a thing for it
0: to be... My whole problem around. with the trailer is, like, we live in Let's the... day. we really da- get into problems. We live... Problems. Yeah. Well, I... The for, the Last Jedi trailer did its job in getting me excited about the movie. But these days, trailers are only meant to deceive you. They they, they should up- be.
1: They should be. Let me say this. I saw that. And then the, I got to And say then something. I saw Spider-Man Homecoming. Those trailers showed so much. I was, it's a great movie. It's a great Spider-Man movie, but they mm-hmm. blew it with those trailers. They showed so much.
0: Well, they, then again, they aren't like the the Lucasfilm machine where we have to like do the the drip feed of information leading well, up to the movie. But why wouldn't you?
1: If it's a sp- iconic character like Spider-Man, everyone's gonna see it anyway. I don't know. See, God, I I, I get where you're
2: coming from, and that you hate all the like the mystery and secrecy and no, stuff. No, I like that. Isaac. I okay,
0: think. right. <laughs> it's. Or I, you're just a little over it, maybe. Yeah, more over. Like, it, it, it doesn't bother me. I just don't pay as much attention to it anymore. I'll say that. My
2: my wife and I were bored last night, and we got on Amazon Prime just to, like, seeing if there was any movie that we wanted to watch. And we started watching trailers for all the stuff that was on Prime, and we would watch trailers for movies that are, you know, from the 80s and the 90s yeah. and stuff like that. And watching those trailers really made me appreciate what they do with trailers these days. They because would show the whole movie. They showed the whole movie. You would sit <laughs> there, and not only would they show the whole movie, they would have a guy talking in voiceover explaining what everything happening, like what everything yeah. that's going on. So while it gets a little tiresome yeah. these days with the with the slow drip of information, I think I prefer well, it over some guy with a really cool voice telling me what's going to happen to Ray. I, oh, I yeah, agree with yeah, that, sure.
0: too. I agree with that. But that's another place where I kind of I I just wish we could be met halfway. Where like I don't need to be told the whole story, but I also don't want to be. I, I would almost say like I think saying being lied to is a bit of a bit of a stretch. But if we get to the Last Jedi and it turns out it's not time for the Jedi to end, I mean like we're we're <laughs> like kinda, he says it and he's like I ah, just kidding. That's a that,
2: that's a title problem then, not a trailer <laughs> problem.
0: Yeah, but you, you get where I'm coming from though. Where yeah, it, yeah. as far as like it is like it's. We're kind of being, mar- we're being marketed uh, a trailer. It's, it's almost like a separate that event for the movie true. itself.
1: You're just saying that we can't really take any of those images and extrapolate anything meaningful out of them because they could be in a completely different context. Or, in the case of Rogue One, not in the movie at all. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Let's do characters. Are we talking Ray Shoots? Oh, my You say goodness. Ray Shoots? Ray Shoots. Imagine if there's Ray Shoots on this movie. I hope so. Well, there probably will be because it's a movie that exists in 2017. Speaking um, of Rey shoots, let's talk characters. Let's talk Rey first. Yeah, Riley. Yeah. Rayleigh. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I'm
2: changing my name officially. What
1: do you think's going on with Rey in The Last Jedi?
2: My initial thought is that she's going to be a lot like Luke in Empire in a hurry to get back. Yeah. But we have seen from her, she she's like the opposite of Luke in A New Hope. In The Force Awakens Because Luke is very much like I need to get out of here I need to go join the rebellion I need to go do this I want to do that And Ray, For most of the movie Is like I want to stay in this one place And wait for what I'm waiting for She wants
1: to get back home So Perhaps
2: There's going to be A a tiny bit of Role Ray reversal Um, Woo (laughs) <laughs> and she and she's going to be the one who is a little more hesitant to actually go out and and use these powers and to do the things that Luke is trying to train her to do. I would think that would be a little bit cool. Yeah, I hope you do that, Ray. That would be in keeping with her character from The Force Awakens.
0: What do you think, guys? Like about Ray's potential? What I'm interested to see is after A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, it's. We kind of had the inkling and then we were kind of given immediately kind of Luke's mission in Empire Strikes Back. He wanted to become a Jedi to, to be like his father, to kill Darth Vader. He had very specific motivations. And the motivation that we've been given for Rey's character is that she wants to find her family. She wants to find where she belongs. And so mm. remember at Maz's Castle when they were in the basement <laughs> and she said, like, whoever it is you're 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 waiting for, it. they're never coming back. But she's like, but there's someone who could come back. And she's like, Luke? And so now that Ray has found Luke, presumably, like, the entire point of her existence has been solved to where, like, she's found, like, where she belongs. And so now, like, her renewed, her, her new sense of purpose is to find Luke. And so I'm interested to see what her actual motivation is because it's like her her friends are still alive. Like she, like, I think they, like they, they kind of intimated that she knows that Finn's going to make it. So I, am really just interested to see like, what is, is driving her in the force awakens? Because does she want to become a Jedi? Like, does she want to increase her power? I mean, she did it to get out of a jam with Kylo. I am just interested. I, cause I, I don't know if I honestly know what her, what her motivation is right now. I think her motivation is to
1: get Luke to come back to the resistance base. That's Probably. the whole reason why she goes out there and he's not going to want to go back. I'll give you my, I, I guess I should say what I think is going to happen to Rey, which I don't I don't really know. But
2: <laughs> None uh, of us know. <laughs> I
1: think that that's the impetus for the action, is that her mission is to get Luke to come back, and he's going to be like, no, I don't think so. I think it's time for the Jedi to end. I don't think a Jedi should come back. And she's going to be like, whoa, whoa, what? And sh- it, it will then be on her to try to almost restore Luke's faith in the concept of the Jedi. Now he's going to train her in some things, some things that he's learned. Um, I guess I'm getting into what I think is going to happen to Luke, so I won't get into that. But yeah, I, I think what's going to happen to Rey is that she doesn't have a strong stake in being a Jedi until she hears this idea that he wants the Jedi Order to end. And then she's be like, What are you talking about? Jedi is. It's already over. <laughs> right, it's already over. And. Jedi were these amazing knights They did all these amazing things I think that she'll almost want to prove Luke wrong in a way and that will be her motivation no 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 the Jedi there's good there I can prove it I don't know maybe not
2: but she's wrong
1: okay. there is no good there town, USA population Riley yeah I don't know it's my know.
0: favorite Springsteen song <laughs> <laughs>
1: Every album of his is something USA. <laughs> so, um, do you have anything else we to say? All, on,
2: we on all ate day? a lot of food. We're, like, so low-key in this episode. <laughs> I know. This
1: is crazy. <laughs> We're, all like, We're like yeah. a Thor villain. Low-key.
0: <laughs> Guys, I ate the squealer. It took the squeal right out of me. It really did. Uh, You're welcome, listeners. Remember how DD Dee Dee squeaked in uh, The Diadli Hunter? cut the, basically the opposite of me right now. I
1: remember it intimately, yes.
2: I'm feeling very plump, though.
1: <laughs>
0: like his fingers?
1: I'm like his fingers.
2: I feel like, like one giant DD finger. Tell we you really what. We really
1: are really, really, like, just Lethargic. We're super lethargic, lethargic right now. Okay. Tell me what you think is going to happen with Luke Skywalker. He is almost certainly, if not the main character, the second main character behind Ray. Mm-hmm yeah I've, uh,
2: the thought was seven was han's movie eight is luke's movie nine was supposed to be leia's movie do you um, think he's gonna
1: die though no i don't no, think I, he's,
2: don't, I don't think he's gonna die in this one yeah. i don't i don't think they'll kill him right after they killed han yeah in that movie and after the um, movie, they inevitably
1: have to kill off leia or right, something leia leia movie.
2: right now leia is going to be gone for nine mm-hmm. so i think luke will be there for nine um I think what you said before makes a lot of sense about Luke just wanting to chill there for a while, not really <laughs> wanting to go back.
3: <laughs> he has to he's hang out he's a
2: really bit. pulling an Obi Wan or a Yoda. Yeah. Yoda it was never on the table for Yoda to go fight Darth Vader. Yoda was on Dagobah, and he was he was going to stay there. Um I, I think I think he inevitably will leave, unlike Yoda, because I think he's he still has things he can do. But I think he's going to have it in his mind. No, I'm here to, t- to train Ray to go defeat this evil. My story's done. I don't think his story's done. He thinks his story's done.
1: I think that he is really in the Yoda role. Like, he not only doesn't want anybody to find him, because it's clear to me that what he sees when he sees Ray is not, thank goodness this person's finally here. It's, oh, no. It's like, oh, I thought I was being, done with this. You know, I'm being pulled right <laughs> back into this garbage. So, he is in the yoda role like man i am here to like meditate and chill out <laughs> and and to escape from this mess that i've created so it's i agree he's not going to want to leave and i don't think he'll want to train here's my question who will be the motivating force to say no luke you do need to train this person like in empire you and mcgregor somebody needed to yeah somebody needed to call out to yoda so, is
0: Which, it going to be, be Obi Wan again? Yes. Hugh McGregor.
1: That would I, be awesome. He,
0: I think it's going to be that. You know, he, you know
1: he would be down for it. Or it'll be Anakin Skywalker. Oh. That would be a little weird. That would, <laughs> it I would make not, more I sense. I would not be into that. I was going to say, I, I or feel would like be Yoda. To roll hmm. reverse and be like, hey, I was hesitant too to train a new person, but Could it's be the
0: popular opinion, and I think it is for a reason. That like people are wondering like well why hasn't Anakin talked to Kylo, and I feel no. like they they almost have to they almost, almost have to address I that. Need to know that. Yeah,
2: because Anakin is not lo, no longer a Force ghost because he didn't deserve to be one. Oh, really? That's talking I, about. I I so, um <laughs> I Yoda would make sense as well. I just I, really hope it's Obi Wan because I want you and McGregor back in Star me Wars. Me too. Me too.
1: <laughs> I think it's gonna be Yoda because it's a nice. Inverse of Empire, where you know before Obi Wan had to convince him, no, no, your ways of doing things are wrong. Train this person. Sounds now, like it's a complete rip off of Empire. Now, yeah, right. <laughs> Forty reasons. Now Yoda can call out and say, "Remember how I was hesitant to train you?" Now maybe Luke will be like, "Yeah, and I wish you wouldn't have," because <laughs> I'm, now I'm chilling on an island with a bunch of weird birds.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, the little uh, Muppets that he's gonna be with. Yeah, I don't remember the names. The- Perloins. The Purloins. pur-loins. That's, <laughs> That's honestly not quite far away. They're, they're I think. bringing
1: Pokemon to the Porgies, I think. Porgies. Jack Porgies, my
2: favorite star.
0: Okay, so here's what I'm interested to see from Luke Skywalker in episode 8 will be definitely, like we kind of touched on it, his motivation for training Ray because we get that shot in the trailer, that wide shot of him, like watching Ray swing a lightsaber around. And I do wonder what reason that he would have to, to train someone else what reason he has to, to say a word to Ray and also why he left in the first place, because it can't be for the same reason that Obi-Wan and Yoda had to seclude themselves. There's going to be mm-hmm. what, there's going to be a, a reason I think that we didn't quite see, like we're, we're, we're at least going to get a clarification where it's going to be maybe like an amalgam of all of our different like kind of theories as to why Luke left in the first place. And I think that's also that that's going to be where like Jake, you were talking about a flashback and, I think that could happen like halfway through a movie, where there's kind of like this, like this friction. I, I definitely think there's gonna be a, a friction between Luke and Ray. Like there's gonna be like a by design a lack of chemistry, kind of like a, a gruff, quiet old man and Ray kind of like tugging at his his shoe to, to train yes. him. Tugging at his shoe. <laughs> like a like a little kid does. <laughs> hey, Luke's shoe. I hope
2: this movie opens the door to get more Luke um, content. Because hashtag hashtag content, because I don't think it's going to be covered in this movie, but I would love to get something to know what Luke's Academy was like. Oh, no! Did did he follow the tenets of the old Jedi Order? Was he doing his new thing? And I don't think it's really pertinent to this movie, so I don't think we're going to get information on it. But I hope after now Luke is around and he's... Doing things. Hopefully, we get a book or something that deals with that
1: time period. Here's what we need: we need a standalone movie with yeah. Sebastian Stan playing, <laughs> playing Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, it it looks looks just like him. Like him and yeah. with the Jedi Academy. Yeah, the I want to know what he's is doing. is juicy to not yeah. explore. I was going to get more Jedi Academy what, stuff. I think so. Yeah.
0: My hope with Luke Skywalker as a character in episode 8 is that we're going to be given enough to go off of to, to feel satisfied as to how he went from, like, he ended Return of the Jedi just about as good as a good guy can end uh, a movie in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> right. Yeah, so yeah. how do you get from that to Angry Hermit? Like, we, we, <laughs> we need some sort of explanation as to why that happened because all we have right now is Han gave, like, an explanation based on hearsay, and we see I don't Luke think it was
1: based on hearsay. I think he knew exactly what happened. Okay.
2: I think it was based on heresy.
1: <laughs> you don't, don't think know. Han knew what no, actually I, happened?
2: I was just making a joke about hearsay and
1: heresy because I, I guess i was confused all the time yeah i i, I totally did too <laughs> oh no i totally think han knows exactly what happened oh yeah and for the benefit of distancing 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 Shethros. himself just rose distancing himself <laughs> emotionally from the situation he says you know well, the ones who knew him best think maybe he did this mm-hmm.
2: he knows it better he than he doesn't anybody. know these kids yeah. yet. he doesn't know what they're right deal is. why would he tell them
0: exactly yeah I think it, this is deliberate why we don't have content. I think there's going to be a content explosion at some point. Content explosion.
2: Sounds like my jam. That <laughs>
0: is something that a guy at like a media conference for Disney is going to be like. Yes. He's going to be having the Janet Jackson microphone and like waving his hands. Content Guys, explosion. we are going to have a content explosion in the year 2019 for the Disney and Lucasfilm Corporation. Is he like a weird radio DJ? Lucasfilm?
2: Isaac's available if you need some guidance.
0: I'm
1: available, Lucasfilm. If you want to annoy a lot of people very quickly, <laughs> have someone do that voice. Um,
0: oh, man.
1: Talk about Phineas and Ferb. Phineas. <laughs> what are you doing?
0: Phineas,
2: Phineas. Well, it's been sort of pseudo-confirmed that he's hanging out with Rose, right? Oh, it's been directly confirmed. Has it? Okay. I yeah. don't remember. I wonder how long it's going to take for him to be okay. Because we know he's he's gonna be he's I gonna think, start the movie in pain. But are he's, you okay, Finn?
1: Boyega ben, <laughs> minute one. Well, Boy
2: Boyega, Boyega said that he is going to be in a back to suit for a lot of the movie or part of the movie, mm. the beginning of the movie. Boyega said that himself yeah, that he's in a back he to suit. He
1: said he's in a back to suit at the beginning of the movie. I think it will open like the way we see Luke after he's in the back to tank. I think it's just gonna open with him in some kind of tank. Good. Recovering I, immediately.
2: Well, but I think the back to suit implies that he can walk around, he can do oh, things in I a see. in a suit that is constantly healing him. That's neat. He's walking around like a little bit of a little mini Wolverine a little or something. A little bit of
1: mini Wolverine.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. That's a cool idea. <laughs> so I don't know. I'd be cool if he did some if he had like if he looked like uh Ripley in, in Alien. Just walking oh, around yeah. in like a robotic like a suit, Samus like Samus Aaron yeah. suit.
0: What I'm interested to see from Finn in the Last Jedi, we talked about this in our Force Awakens episode, how the the visual storytelling in Force Awakens uh, told us that Finn's story is just as important as Rey and Kylo's, and so he very well may be the 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 third main character of this new saga, and so whatever he's going to be up to. When I mentioned maybe like the opening crawl is gonna like center around a different story besides uh Luke and Ray's. It may not directly correlate to Finn's, but Finn is going to be involved in whatever the main action is of this movie, so it's gonna be like he's gonna be heading up whatever is going on because he, he's gonna end up on Canto Bite at some point with Rose, right? So to
1: investigate this DJ character, yeah,
0: played by
1: old guy <laughs> Benicio del Toro, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> yeah. Director Guillermo <laughs> heavily Is this gonna be a remake director. of Pan's
0: Labyrinth? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um I would hope so. I, I they like laid we talked about it in the Force Awakens how there's potential groundwork laid for Finn to be force sensitive. Yeah. I don't think it's actually going to end up happening. I think it'd be cool if it did. You're really Him backing and, off of this hot take you had.
1: Well we haven't had any talk talk we haven't had, takes. We haven't had any
2: talk takes, <laughs> um talk and takes, but I, I, it would be it would be cool. I don't think it's gonna happen. I would love to see Finn if he was like constantly com- not not in a jealous way, but comparing himself to Ray, to who mm. it flows so naturally, but he's having to work at it. I don't know. It'd be cool. I don't I don't see an opportunity for that to happen though. If he's gonna be busy with Rose and he's not gonna be near Luke or Ray,
1: my prediction yeah. is you know they've established in the, in um. Bloodline that all these shady people who were kind of backhandedly funding the First Order, and I wonder there's clearly by the trailers some kind of explosion that happens at the Resistance base, making the Resistance severely underpowered. Poe and Leia, it seems confirmed, are going to be going off, and I think maybe appealing to the government, to the whatever remnants are left of the New Republic. He'll maybe be her escort, or whatever. I think that Finn and Rose, and maybe it'll be of Finn's own volition, like, I want to check this dude out, because I know about this guy. Maybe he's finally using his first order, like, you know what, mm-hmm. I remember hearing about this place, all of the funding was coming from this casino plan. all these rich people. Man. Let's go there, let's check out, I heard this dude named DJ, <laughs> who's not named <laughs> in the movie, so he doesn't say his name. Uh, I think that they're going there to – I don't think that this DJ is a good guy who's some kind of contact for them. I think that he's a bad a guy. No going to No, no, no. <laughs> I don't think that. I think that Finn is going to be using his knowledge of the First Order to his advantage in this movie. I yeah. hope that there's a scene – to get to my hopes – I hope there's a scene where he gets to go undercover – in the First Order, with Rose, and they get to, you know, kind of Rogue One-style, getting Stormtrooper outfits. I would like to see that. I would like to see him use more of his knowledge.
2: I'd like to see a little bit of a time jump, maybe, just so that we can see a more confident Finn. I want to see yeah. Finn really on top of his game. That's, yeah, doing well like not that he does poorly in the force awakens but he's always like one step behind everything that's happening around him he's like constantly in a rush and constantly outnumbered and i'd like to see finn I think on the, top of his game
1: i think by the end of tfa though he's taken charge and he's the one you know saying i'm in charge now phasma right so he's the one who's like i have an idea let's get phasma i know about this but chick.
2: still he shows up with like zero plan really like he has the phasma plan in the back of his mind but he shows yeah. up without Really knowing right. what he's doing but it's true I'd like to see Finn just you
0: know yeah, it's interesting that he's it. the character that we're getting he's like kind of the uh the connective tissue between the first order and the resistance now at the end of the force awakens how we talked about how they're on equal footing now Finn is the one who's been on both of those sides so it's really it if he's gonna if he's really the third main character and the other two main characters are busy with the force then he really could be the one who's i don't know taking up uh, a a roll. What you got, Jake?
1: Oh, I got a, I got a hot take. I think I might hot take. Okay. We haven't had one in a couple episodes. We now. need one.
2: It's getting cold in here.
1: All right. Guys, take off your jackets. Getting a little is this spicy. like the Blink-182 album? It's going to get a little too spicy in here. This <laughs> this sauce <laughs> going to be a little too spicy. So, <laughs> what if... I'm not saying that Finn is going to turn... Back to the First Order. But what if that's a temptation for him? What if Phasma, instead of being like, I'm going to shoot you in the face, what if she appeals to him saying, hey, look, I know you think these Resistance guys are good and blah, blah, blah. But what if she really appeals to him and lays out her perspective on things and says, no, 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 these guys are the terrorists. These guys are doing this, this, and this. And she is trying to pull him back into the First Order. Could that be a conflict for his character. Maybe I mean maybe he'll be like, Nope. Yeah. See ya and shoot her in the face. It's but it
2: really seems like he's done with the first order. It does. After Force Awakens it does. come out, but it uh <laughs> maybe it's he'll possible. have
0: what if he has like a sort of conflict of like, I don't want either of the side. Maybe something's gonna happen to where like the resistance is going to do something that maybe is outside of his his moral like comfort zone. Yeah, circumference and he they they do something outside circumference of that comfort so, zone. Yes. And so now, like he can't trust the first order, he can't trust the resistance. So what's he gonna do now? Like it's oh. I think that could be something. That would be a cool angle. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's like uh, that's Stuck some Ahsoka middle. stuff right there. Ooh, Ahsoka. He wants to be a good guy. Guys, what if Ahsoka was in this movie? I can't
2: wait to talk what Ahsoka. Was? She's not gonna be in this movie, but I can't wait to talk about but Ahsoka. She 100 won't be, but no. is she was? Ahsoka's dead. As far as she I... should be
1: dead, and she's not, and I'm upset. Guys, you want to talk is. about that Dave Filoni Faloni tweet? Because I don't. We didn't talk about that on News Gun Ray, and that's what I meant to bring up. But then why did Dave Filoni wear an Ahsoka Lives shirt? He wears
2: He wears the shirt with a question mark on it, and it's purely no, to mess with Ashley Eckstein. He changed it to what's one what's with name? an
1: exclamation point on it uh, at the end of the trailer. So Ahsoka <laughs> Lives, yay! <laughs> Can I give a hot take? Trolling. Let's hear it.
0: Dave Filoni needs to quit it, because I don't <laughs> he care just needs to
1: chill. Here's my thing, and Dave Filoni makes great television shows. I'm not mad at him. I. It was fun to speculate about the wolf being Ahsoka. Why take that away from people? Why be like, no, you idiots. Why?
2: Because you are being an
1: idiot. People like to speculate about that. Why let them have fun? That's, Why not let them have fun, I should say. That's Lord
2: of the Rings, not Star Wars.
1: But it, but it could have been Star Wars. But it's not. You don't know. Dave Floyd needs to you calm down. On. <laughs> hey, you know what? I like A Dave little message Filoni. from Grandma, talking. Just calm down. Take it down
2: two notches. Hey, one third of this podcast says to kick it up a notch. Kick it up a notch. Kick it up a notch. And we're gonna edit him out. No, we're, we're not. not.
0: I I don't know. Don't know how yeah, to do
2: that. We don't know how to do that. He's probably actually gonna put
1: it in an loop. Guys, and say it a times over this and over is
2: gonna again. be an hour long of me telling Dave Filoni to kick it up a notch. <laughs> kick, kick it, it up, up a notch.
0: notch. Kick it up a notch. Indiana Jones.
1: Uh, he really talks like it's kind of like this. He's sort of like, hey, the Filoni wants to. Is that get your Lawrence Ka- podcast? Is that Lawrence Kasdan or <laughs> they're or
0: interchangeable <laughs> um, impressions? <laughs> yeah. Are we so, still talking good guys? Because I want to get to like Kylo and stuff. Let's talk soon. to let's talk- Kylo. Yeah, let's talk about Kylo. We Go talk about Poe real quick. Let's talk about Poe. Gonna- okay. Let's talk about
2: Poe. <laughs> Poe's <laughs> gonna fly some cool ships and kill some stuff.
0: Honestly, that's kind of where I'm at he too. I think he may be just a touch ancillary because he was supposed to die in TFA anyway. So he's gonna he's gonna be yeah. really cool. I think because uh-huh. it was written from the
2: ground up you with Ryan Johnson words. knowing that he's alive. well,
0: that's fine. But I think he's gonna in terms of he's gonna be important, but not as important as the. I other think people. I
1: think Poe is just going to you always say that be, like you know things. I know hundred percent of the entirety of this movie.
2: <laughs> Poe to me seems like what Superman should be. Oh, brother! And I know, I'm not even I, talking. I agree. I'm not even talking about movies and stuff. Okay. Poe to me seems like the incorruptible. He's a good guy. Yes. He's always going to do the right thing for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. He is never. He never questions his own morals. He knows what's right and what's wrong. I'm, and I think he's going to be that moral center of the resistance and of this movie. That when things are going crazy and maybe Finn is thinking, "Oh, is you know, is this bad? Is this not right?" Poe's going to be there and go, "Listen, trust me." And Finn's gonna go. Okay, I trust you.
0: I was like, I I was dismissive of dismissive of Poe Dameron there, but in all honesty, oh, like he's gonna walk him back. He was. <laughs> well, I mean. I don't know how in, integral he's going to be, but he was like my favorite character the first time I saw the Force really Awakens.
2: Good. Oscar Isaac is so good. Well,
0: because he was, himself. he was like <laughs> in, in real life, like you Llewyn meet Davis himself, where you meet somebody <laughs> and you're like, "Who is this guy?" Like you're just pointing at him, like kind of smiling. You're like, "Is this person really existing right now?" <laughs> yeah, it's like, like so. Is this guy serious? Yeah, yeah, like he's so overwhelmingly positive. Like, like he's this so guy, earnest. Yeah, he's like he's a straight. He is such a throwback to like yeah. '40s
1: superheroes and yeah. Mm-hmm. My thing is. To me, he couldn't be in The Force Awakens as much because, you know, the way he kind of snarks to Kylo was so great. That was a total Han Solo Mm. jab he made. Yeah. And to me, he would have tread on some Han Solo ground there. But now that Han Solo's out of the picture, I think he's going to fill that role. He is he is super positive, but he's also the smarmy. He's gonna he's got a little clip Mm -hmm. for something. And so I think that he's the no nonsense little quipster too so he's gonna fill the han solo role
2: but he's also going up against leia who can out quip him but that's totally but i know that's why it's gonna be good She slaps
0: him in the face at one point doesn't she that's that's what i've been hearing that's what
2: i've heard (laughs) carrie fisher they did that scene like 20 times because she was enjoying slapping him in the face so much he talked about that
1: (laughs) that's great so yeah it's hard to say what for sure Poe's role will be but a leadership
2: What sip? <laughs> <laughs> take
1: a long drag of a sip. <laughs> a long leader sip. Position, long leader drag of a sip is what he's going to take, but which he already kind of did. Yeah, I really am looking forward to his interplay with Gary Fisher. Yeah, I think it's going to be real. That's going to be Those, good because are like
2: two super charismatic people.
1: Because I think he's going to feel a responsibility to protect her, and she's going to be like. No, I don't need your protection. Leave me alone. And that tension will be fun. Yeah. What do you guys think about Kylo Ren? Kylo Ren? Oh, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Kyle O'Ren. Kyle O'Ren. He's Irish in this movie. Kylo Ren. <laughs> Kylo Ren. <laughs> Someone else take it. I have a big old take on Kylo Ren. Okay. Then go for it. Go Why for not? It. This is an episode nine prediction. Oh, no. But here is a. Okay. It, it's not necessarily that. This is a hope. This is not a prediction. This is what I want to happen to this character. Because I'm not on board with this redemption nonsense I'm hearing about Kylo Ren. I don't nonsense. want that to happen. Even more than Anakin, who we saw murder kids. Yeah. For some reason, killing Han Solo is even more unacceptable to me. Because mm. we didn't see the kids die on screen, I think <laughs> is what it is. You know what I mean? Like You didn't know those You kids. saw a kid kill his own dad. And it's not just his dad. It's Han Solo. I don't. I, it's going to be impossible for me, almost, to buy mm-hmm. him being... So redeemed. if he's a Force
2: ghost at the end of 9, you're going to be upset?
1: I would be upset by that, for sure. You're
2: in my shoes.
1: Absolutely. I'll be all up in Riley's shoes. <laughs> I'll be tugging on his shoes like Rayleigh is to lose. Now, okay, but here's what I want to happen. because I don't think he'll be redeemed. What I want to happen is that he just keeps going deeper and deeper into the dark side. Because he wants to be Darth Vader. I do want him to convene with... the. Anakin's force Ghost, and I want Anakin to try to appeal to his humanity and say no 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 I was Darth Vader and I was like totally wrong bro that was not the way to go and he's gonna but instead of turning around he'll just get even more angry he'll just get even more upset now nobody understands him (laughs) nobody understands him at all and his entire mission is false it's based on a lie and I want him to get so deep dark into depression and consistently fail I want episode 9 Probably just because I assume it wouldn't happen in episode 8. I want him to take his own life. I want him to get so deep, depressed, and into the dark side with no way out that he, instead of being killed in some, you know, kind of cliche final fight between him and Ray, I want him, I want you to think it's going to lead to that, but he just ends it himself. That's what I want to happen. It's a, a hot, pretty dark. Film. Can I have a hot take, Kylo?
2: Prediction? Yeah, when you say That's I right.
1: want him to end his own, life. I want Kylo Ren <laughs> is, to kill himself. That is pretty dark. <laughs> That's what I really want to happen.
2: You really don't like it. Um, I mean, he's a great actor. He's a he's a good character.
1: Absolutely, to hate. Yeah, he's my favorite no. villain, but I think that he uh, deserves a kind of like almost Hitler-esque death. You know, like <laughs> not something noble or cool. Right. I want it to be like dismal and sad
2: here's my hot take kylo prediction that's probably most definitely not true i think he has been talking with anakin this whole time Ooh. and i think anakin has gone back on what he did to Ooh. Palpatine. That's he's he is talking to the mask he's talking to vader and what do you think he's heard about anakin skywalker the only people that he gets information about anakin skywalker from really unless except maybe snoke Um, is, is what Luke would be telling him about his redemption, about how great a Jedi Anakin was at one time, how he fell to the dark side, but it wasn't the right path. And he redeemed himself in Luke's eyes and, and came back from it. So why is he so obsessed with Darth Vader? Except maybe. He wants that glove. He, the, he needs no. the glove of Darth Vader. He knows. It's that indestructible. He can have the Force if he has that one right glove. <laughs> Just the right one. <laughs> not the left. Tune into yeah. our previous bonus episodes. But um, I, I think my hot take prediction that's 100% not true is that he is talking to Anakin Skywalker, and Anakin is actually the one who is leading him towards the dark side. They
1: won't completely give George Lucas the middle finger to that degree, in my opinion. Maybe. You know, it they gave him he's... $4 billion, might as well give him a finger, too. <laughs> a plump one? <laughs> plump finger. Now, <laughs> that hey. sauce was too spicy, right?
0: <laughs>
1: because, you know, like, he's clearly communing with somebody. Because he says, show me again, grandfather, right? He he says it in a way that insinuates that he's communed with this thing before. Which means some entity, maybe it's that mysterious entity that we talked about in the Force episode. Yeah. Which may or may not be Snoke. I theorize that perhaps Snoke has no force powers at all. Perhaps he is just a rich jerk that's manipulating these young, impressionable kids into doing his will for him, so he can get a bunch of money.
2: So what's that seed well, planted in f- aftermath?
1: That's the thing. It yeah. seems to me like most likely they're going to do a boring thing. <laughs> Have <laughs> and Ryan Johnson's going to leave it for Colin and Trevor to figure out. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm not interested in
0: Snoke. Just you can deal with him. Yeah. As far as Kylo goes. I I wonder if he was with Luke that whole time. I wonder if he talked to Obi-Wan, Yoda and Qui-Gon at some point too. Like is this something that only Luke was able to do because he had that sort of force power cuz we talked about in The Force Awakens where I'm not completely sure of what kind of force powers that Kylo has. Like it it seems like he kind of worked on the ones that he thought was really cool. <laughs> and I don't know what uh what how much Luke taught him as far as communing with like the living force or something like that. So Maybe he's heard it the, the the force talk from from Luke, from Yoda, from Obi Wan, from Ankit. I don't know. It's it I'm another thing I'm fascinated to see is what exactly made him turn. Cause it is like I, I agree with Jake. I, I think there is some sort of like Snoke plus some sort of like rich person Illuminati at play who's like funding the first <laughs> order to eyes. Yes. To uh <laughs> keep the the first order going. But I I wonder what convinced Kyle to go to the dark side other than maybe It was, like, a a dark force. Maybe there's something in the Unknown Regions, like, that actually does, like, have power uh, beyond the grave. Like, there's a a dark side, like, beyond the grave force in addition to, like, whatever Qui-Gon discovered.
1: It's suggested that Kylo was sent to Luke because he had this proclivity towards the dark side. So, the implication is that he was already down that path when he was sent to Luke is the way I read it. Maybe I'm wrong. But I didn't think that he was old chipper, happy go lucky boy scout when he got to Luke and then slowly went to the dark right. side. He was already leaning that direction and yeah. Luke wasn't able to turn him back.
2: I know oh. you I know you guys hate when I talk about this, but
1: talk about KOTOR two for a couple minutes. I'm actually not going to talk about okay. Kotor
2: Two. Talk about KOTOR one. Oh um, <laughs> <laughs> And actually just got the us. just the whole the whole old Republic series, there is there is this dark force in the unknown regions that turns out to be this ancient Sith lord that um comes back. Now this all happens 3000 years before all the movies and everything. Right. Right. So it's completely disconnected, but it is interesting to me that they're going with this weird angle of there being something in the unknown reaches of space because that's a that's a very big plot point in the Old Republic series yeah. that this that this person eventually shows up after 3 games and and Wreaks a lot of havoc in the known universe. I don't think that has any connection to it. It's just funny. I, I like how they pull things from the from the old canon and mold it
1: into new stuff. But here's the thing: the first <clears throat> the Empire retreated to the unknown regions, correct? Yeah. Now n- remind me of the name of the planet that um, Star Base might be. Ilum. Ilum. Which is a very big planet in Un- the old Republic series. Yeah. Now wasn't in the unknown regions? No. Um.
2: It was not, okay. but it was right on the edge. It was right on the edge of the observable or the explorable galaxy.
1: But some dark entity in the unknown regions would have known of this high concentration yes. of kyber crystals of yes. this place. Yeah, because it, it was very close. What I would love is for the kind of <laughs> Legend of Zelda Twilight princess twist of having... Snoke is not even the main... Bad guy. He turns out to be a fraud, but mm. there is some there is evil, something out malevolent there. dude. Yeah, I would like that a lot. Be interesting. I just don't like Snoke. There's a, <laughs> I'm not, a fan. not It's
2: not a great name. He's not a great character in the Force Awakens. And he looks silly. Well, yeah, well the main
0: dumb. problem is we don't have a lot to go off of, and it sounds yeah. like we're not going to get a lot to go off of in Last exactly. Jedi. All we either. got is general. We're gonna have
2: two more years <laughs> yeah. of not really knowing much about this guy or character There's also an interesting point <laughs> in the um the galaxy map that was released when The Force Awakens came out, it was like a canonical galaxy map.
3: Mm.
2: It has Ilum on it, or may, no, it doesn't have Ilum on it, but in the area of Ilum is where Starkiller Base was. Also very close to that is a planet called Rakata Prime, which only shows up in the Old Republic series and is and is like not really the birthplace of the Force, but a very strong place in the Force and where like the first hyperspace traveling alien species originated from and there's lots of cool things that happen on Lucato Prime. It's just weird to me that they put it in this official galaxy map.
1: They're doing weird things like that. And they they brought back like Malakor. They brought yes. back these things, you know. Okay. There's weird stuff
2: happening with the old Republic and I like it. It's good. It's good stuff. It's a good series, you guys. <laughs> I no, I agree.
1: I agree. <laughs> I only remember the first game. I don't know anything about JJ's
2: a, a known a huge fan of the series too though, so I'm he probably just threw a lot of stuff like that in as Easter eggs. Is he probably, really? Yeah. He's oh. he's talked about him before in interviews. He really likes those
1: games. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Well, that makes me a little bit happy. Yeah. That brings a little bit of joy to my troubled He's a times. true fan, you guys. Hey, hashtag real fans.
0: Hey, when you call it Star Wars, how could you not be?
2: <laughs> hey,
0: that's a really good point. I don't understand it. I don't understand really it, but it makes point. me feel great. Talking about the, the here. I'm talking.
2: Do we have more to say about yeah, Kylo? Snoke? Is there any? There, we've talked about Snoke. We, we don't have anything him. to say about him before.
1: Yeah. We're not going to learn anything about no, him in
0: this movie. Well, yeah, I, I, that was kind of my take before. Of I, I do think that he is like a. I agree with Jake. He's a total fraud, and I do think he's he's like the head of the rich people. Like whatever rich person like collective got together and is pulling the strains behind the galaxy. Like they've they've conned like the first order. Like it, when Luke says it's so much bigger. Like maybe he knows that like the first order versus the resistance isn't the real battle. Maybe he knows that the the first order was brought together by a bunch of rich people who are trying to gain political power. Maybe the first order versus the resistance is kind of child's play in like regards to the, the, the big things going on in the galaxy. Almost mm-hmm. like how the, the Bindu intimated that the whole Jedi versus Sith thing, the Empire versus the Rebellion, that was beneath someone like like Bindu, and that might be, might be at this point be beneath mm-hmm. someone like Luke Skywalker who sees the, the big picture of the galaxy. Like, he knows what's going on in the Unknown Regions. He's seen both sides of the Force, and he's experienced all these things to know that there is something much bigger going on right now than just what these characters keep.
1: Because he says in this trailer, he asks Rey what she sees, and she says dark and light, and he says there's so much more than that. And that's, I gotta be honest, I hot takes number 17 for this show. I don't like this Bendu character. Not a fan. I just don't think—and I like the idea of it, but I just yeah. don't think the way it's portrayed in the show was particularly effective. And I'm—I just don't know. Star Wars, I think the inherent appeal of it is the simplicity of light and dark. And when you take that away, I understand that, yes, in real life there is gray— but isn't the fun of the movies that there's good guys and bad guys? What are you doing when, when you strip that away and you make it more and more like real life? Well, then what's the fun anymore? I think that um,
2: those conversations are a lot of fun. And disagree. End of podcast. <laughs> end of podcast <laughs> the end. We've gotten so many Star Wars movies that are very black and white. Yeah. And so much Star Wars. Media at least three. <laughs> that, are, that are very <laughs> black and white. These are the good guys. These are the bad guys. The end. I don't. I don't see a problem with getting a little deeper no, in the Star fine. Wars, and and it's it can be media is just media, and it's not important in the grand scheme of things. But it is a way that people process and deal with real life things. True. So taking the like the biggest franchise in history, almost might be. I don't know. Yeah, probably probably is. Mm-hmm. And 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 delving a little deeper
1: into the gray areas might be kind of cool yeah I, I mean i i and i'm not saying it as someone who's like no i'm just i, I wonder about it like yeah Ooh, what is the implication of going into that area in the long run i don't think
2: I, I guess those areas don't need to be discussed maybe in the in the movies when you only have two hours mm. to to do something like that i'm all for it if they want to dive fully into the bindu and being in the middle and rebels and things like that KOTOR 2, that whole game is about what's right and wrong and you can't really make that decision just from being light side and dark side and things like that. And I like that film is maybe not the best medium to get into those discussions.
1: And that's what and
0: I like uh like we said before, I mean, it's obvious that Poe Dameron is a hundred percent good guy, Kylo Ren's a hundred percent bad guy. We still have kind of characters to ground us. In the fact that there are good guys and bad guys, and that this yeah. isn't just a complete exercise of moral relativism, and we're going to make <laughs> <There's>, like <laughs> six year old kids decide for themselves like <laughs> is killing this person Ron in this scenario? I don't know. Let me weigh all six hundred thirty two there, options. There's
2: never going to be a, um, it's never going to be morally gray whether the first order or resistance is the good and right. Like right. It, resistance is always going to be the good guys in the movie, but it, it could get you know, yeah. Like, so like it's, Rogue One did with the rebellion. They do some morally yeah. ambiguous things, and uh, maybe we'll get into that with the Resistance, maybe not.
1: We got to talk about Leia. Yeah. Leia's a big character in the movie, and then probably yeah. the only other big character in the movie. General! <laughs> that we can really, I mean, we can't talk <laughs> about me, Rose. she's royalty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can't talk about Rose too much, because we don't, you know, uh, she's in the movie, that's all yeah. we know about her. Leia, Leia, Organa, Organa Solo, Leia Solo. Or. Did she change her last name? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's established. I think they say. I think they call her General Organa at some point. In, it, old, in the courtship
0: ca- of Princess Leia, at the ceremony where they like, <laughs> like the I'd, not pr- I'd not pronounce you Han and Leia Solo.
2: <laughs> or or uh, you old, may now kiss the space. Old bride. canon. She was Organa hyphen Solo. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. She never got rid of Organa, even Power though play. she even wasn't. She was Skywalker, but still,
1: she never got rid of the. Organa. Now, is this when she got married at the theme park, or is this when (laughs) she got married? I feel like she's been married, like, seven different times. (laughs) To the same person. Yeah, every time to Han. Right. Um... Riley, what do you think is going to go on with, with Leia in this movie? She didn't get a ton to do in Force I Wickets. don't know.
2: I don't know what yeah. they're going to do. Are they going to reshoot things? Is she going to die in this movie now? Is is she uh, going to die in the next movie? I have, I have no way of knowing guys, what seemed, she's going to do.
1: They seem to be pretty clear about the fact that they're not altering Leia's arc in Episode 8. Yeah, I mean that's what they said. I don't know if it's true. Maybe they're big fat liars. Once again, is JJ in there? Frankie Muniz, or like (laughs) JJ talking about Khan, which Isaac (laughs) talked about at length in a couple episodes ago. Um, I, it seems to me that wherever she ends up in this movie, leaves enough room for there to not be reshoots to her character. That's what they make it sound like,
0: anyway. My big question for this movie is: Are her and Kylo getting to sing together in this movie? Oh, that'd be interesting. I don't think
1: it's gonna happen. You don't
0: think so? No, you know
1: I, a, I, I think there's
2: no way. It's gonna be a huge bummer for me if her
1: and Luke don't have a scene together. I don't think that's gonna happen either. I don't think, think Lu- that means
2: Luke's gonna come back, and he's not gonna get to talk to Han or Leia.
1: None of the original cast members are gonna interact. Well, it's rough. And it's not gonna happen. I don't see a scenario where it happens. Well, Han and Leia already did. You know, Luke might. I mean, I guess in my mind, for whatever reason, I don't see Rey and Luke leaving Octo the entire time. I see the whole thing happening there for them. I can see what I think. I guess I thought that maybe Kylo is going to be obsessed with finding Luke Skywalker because that's what he wants. He wants the map to Luke Skywalker in TFA. He still wants to try to find him. Snoke is concerned that if Luke Skywalker gets word of this, then the last Jedi will rise and the Jedi will rise again. So it seems to me that the First Order is still going to be trying to find Luke Skywalker and that perhaps the conflict will happen on that island and not them going to the First Order, but the First Order finding them. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking, which means that most likely Leia and Luke do not get seen. see. That's a bummer. Yeah, it's no. a bummer. I think that more and more, and it makes Jedi so much even more powerful in hindsight, the ending of that, of the three of them together. Just a right. shot of the three of them together. If they're never together again, what a bummer that it would be. It really seems that way, though, because in yeah. Aftermath,
2: Luke is already off doing his own thing. I don't, He's never around with Han and Leia, and I then don't. we don't know what's ha- what else happens in that those 30 years or 40 years, however long it is. In the um, new canon but, that I've yeah. read,
1: other than Han and Leia... They interact, yeah, but mm-hmm. Luke and Han they and interact. Then Luke, I mean, listen, wow. they got it. They had at least one interaction, <laughs> as far as I know, mm-hmm. but they don't mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Luke and Han and Luke and Leia. They don't interact, as far as I right. remember. I don't remember anything, and it's mostly
2: because Luke is just gone from all media. Be, until until this movie comes out, probably. Now in but
1: the oft mentioned bloodlines. Yeah. She at that point, Kylo is on Octo or not Octo. I'm sorry, no, wherever yeah. the Jedi Temple is. They're just yeah, him and um, him and Luke are they're training. Around. They're just they're rowing out somewhere.
2: I feel like I may be wrong because it's been a while since I read Bloodline, but I think they're not somewhere training. It sounds like those two are off alone doing something. Which is interesting.
1: They just say that she that he's off with Luke, I believe. Okay, so the implication is there that, but maybe it was just one on one training, you know? I don't don't know. know. I don't, I don't know, guys. Why are we doing this? We don't don't know anything. anything.
0: (laughs) I just, I keep. The more we talk about this, the more I really hope they have something big planned for what Luke's been up to, because it'd be a real bummer if they didn't have like a real hot one up the sleeve. Like, because they've been <laughs> staying away from Luke so much. Isaac is 70 years old. <laughs> His sauce is too spicy, guys. But... A hot one on the sleeve. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the evolution of that laugh.
1: A hot one, I say. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Hot off the sleeves. This one's uh. Chopper. The... Oh. Um... But, yeah, like, we we've been given, like, three breadcrumbs as to what Luke's been up to, like, one in Bloodline, one in Force Awakens, and to even like. Well, I, it's been so long since I read Shattered Empire. It was, like the first bit of like. I haven't read it. New Marvel comic that I read, and I, I forget what. Oh, the comic. Because they're still on Endor, like, right after Shattered Empire. So that's like in the immediate aftermath of Return uh-huh. of the Jedi. There well, are
1: there are certainly no big scenes featuring Luke. No, yeah, so yeah, we we don't, don't know. I don't think there's even
2: any dialogue of Luke in the new canon. Not is There, that I maybe can in Chattered Empire. Yeah, when but... when
0: Yoda told him to pass on what you've learned, we see no evidence that Luke. We we, we don't see evidence of how Luke did that. We know he did that right. with Ben. We know what Han said. We we haven't seen really how the sausage was made.
1: <laughs> spicy sausage, making some spicy sausage on old. Yavin Four. You know what? I wonder. Guys, we don't know. He might be on Yavin Four. His temple wasn't on
2: Yavin Four. We don't know that. I don't think they'll go back to that. But maybe it was pretty
0: lame. You know the rule of new canon: no recycled planets and no new aliens.
1: You guys and your stinking aliens that you love so much can't throw me a Rodian, can you? I won't do it.
2: Ryan Johnson, please throw me a Rodian,
0: Twi'lex, A Doug uh, uh a Kwalish, Ithorian. a whipped
1: how about a how about a rookie what else you, know, you know what need? i want you, you know the little
0: uh, skeeter guy whose name was like t z v i z v t remember in jamas mm-hmm. there was like a tizizvit character i don't oh, remember I can think of this he was like a crumb, space alien
1: monkey lizard i remember the what's it sisters who are the mosquitoes in Moss's Maz's castle. There was the
0: the the
1: Tonica sisters, Barabel, something like that.
0: Ryan, what we're trying to say is that you have so many options. RJ, just Mitty. RJ Mitty from Breaking Bad. (laughs) I don't know what that show is, but (laughs) it's Ryan
1: Johnson's show. He directed (laughs) episodes of it. Full circle. Yeah, it's a show. Mm, Okay,
0: so. Wow, Jake has never been more disgusted with anything I've ever done in my life. Corian. <laughs> your, your one eye just fell like, below one of your nostrils. More and I do just have the one eye these days. <laughs> <laughs> and Riley's still just listening. Give me one Ray alien Tracy. I've seen before, Ryan. That's all I'm saying.
1: I just don't get the appeal. I don't understand. Why? Because it... you're not a real fan. Maybe that's true. I just don't. That's not what Star Wars is to me. Look, these are designs that George
2: Lucas, the crown prince himself, picked. (laughs) That, Triacus, is the only crown prince that I (laughs) worship. (laughs) Bring one of them
1: back. I I don't know. I mean, even within the original trilogy, they didn't repeat aliens a lot.
2: Yeah, they did. You get Twi'leks in all the movies.
1: In all the movies? Mm -hmm. No. Give me a Deveronian. You're saying things that aren't true. Okay. Bith. Fortuna, this episode <laughs> is so good, you guys. <laughs> it's probably the best one we've done.
2: We're pretty low key and whatever.
1: Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm really excited for this movie. Yeah, I sure. Why not? Really, really, really not excited for episode nine. I know. <laughs> I'm really dreading it a lot. Until they bring Ron Howard in to direct it. Well, I don't know that. Would Here be we go. That. Let's do that.
2: Um, perfect. Like, what's your top primo number one choice
1: for mm. episode nine?
2: If you could pick any director. And you can't say Ryan Johnson because that's who I would say. But pick any director. I think more and more
1: that I can see that happening. So hard. I know.
2: Oh, that'd be so good.
1: It's what everybody wants. Everybody wants. Everybody wants him to write the movie because he has come out and said he's handing the torch off to Colin Trevorrow just like J.J. did it to him. And you would think there's more plot threads to follow after Last Jedi, but even so. I mean my dream choice. I'm gonna give a top like three. Okay. One will not happen because it's Patty Jenkins. That's yeah, that's and my And she's top. gonna be doing Wonder Woman. That's my number one. Not gonna happen. Number two also won't happen because it's Brad Bird. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing Incredibles too. Third one also won't happen, um, ooh, I'm gonna give you top four because the third one is Steven <laughs> nice. Spielberg. Steven Spielberg is my actual number one. That'd be
2: very interesting. That's
1: my number one. That would I, be I mean, very him and George are so in tune. He's doing indeed five, which nobody wants. That movie, mm-hmm. don't do it. Did, do episode nine. and Jones other one, and Star
0: Wars are synonymous, <laughs> and they're irreseparable. And I'm I gonna don't. go on a. Jake just is not interested in anything I have to say anymore, which I is just,
2: a. Anymore? <laughs> it's been that way since the beginning.
1: It's
0: this particular opinion that Isaac has? Just this
1: one? He just hates Indiana Jones. I, I love
0: why. those movies so much, but I just don't see why they I can't seen be zero indication of that. Can't see why they can't be mutually exclusive.
1: I don't know. You don't like it when they when they cross over. It's fine once or twice, but it's like just go. <laughs> What's your fourth? Christopher Nolan. Hmm. I think it's a solid choice, to be honest with you. And here's why I, want I, think that.
2: A, I want him to do a Star Wars story. But what
1: I really want him to do is Bond 25, and mm-hmm. I think that's the most likely thing for him after Dunkirk because he, he's on record as wanting to do a Bond movie, but he's also a notorious Star Wars fan. They'd be foolish not to try. If I'm Lucasfilm, I'm thinking this Trevor guy, nobody wants this dude around. Guess who just wrapped the movie? Christopher Nolan. Get him in there. He can write a really good script, too. Him and his bro are going to get in there. It'll chill like a couple of bros and write a good
0: script. I don't for. have a top four, but I will piggyback off of one of your four, though, Jake. And Steven Spielberg is, like, just the... You, it, it
1: Literally can't happen, basically.
0: Yeah, it is. Like, it's like, if Ron Howard was the safe choice to, like, basically park the car after you almost crashed <laughs> it, I mean... It, it is. It's like those.
2: You Spielberg know, is landing the plane. He's just like
0: Sully. Yeah, he likes <laughs> yeah, Sully. Just yeah, like Sunday. well, Sunday. For Sunday? Monsters Inc. Sunday. <laughs> if you wanna, like, in my world, if in in hopefully, which I can't see it being this way, but if Episode Nine actually is the end of the Skywalker Saga and this is us signing off forever with the episodic Star Wars movies, what better? There would be literally no better way to do it than just give Steven Spielberg the keys to this and yeah, say, yeah. just go for it, bro. It's like the like the two friends that you know. Where like they have always been with like a person while one was single and the other person was with someone while the other one was single. It's like the the stars have never aligned for them to go out, but you know they'd be perfect with each other, and you just like wish like above everything they would come together one day. And it's like all of a sudden, hey, like the, they're both single at the same time, and now it's just a matter of like flying from from New York to L. A. This is a good rom com idea, guys.
1: Guys, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg coming together on Episode Nine. Spielberg. I'm sorry, Lucas would not touch episode nine. I know no. there was petitions. No, that, that would never, never no, happen No, that's he's so, He's so disillusioned he's with the sequel trilogy yeah. that he would never do it. Never. I mean, I'd be interested, but I think that he would almost, like, fly the ship into the ground out of spite at this point.
0: But what would happen, though, if Spielberg came in is I think George would feel much more comfortable coming in. Would he in, feel
1: comfortable or would he feel betrayed?
0: I mean, he sold the company, so, I mean, he. I think he... He even kind of said, like, he's kind of come to terms now with, like, it was like a breakup, and now he's gotten over the breakup. I can't
1: feel bad for George Lucas. I
0: can't I can't get in, inside no. the mind of George, even though he's my close personal friend. I like George Lucas. Friend of the show, George Lucas. Yeah. But,
1: no, you can't feel bad for him. I mean, he's one of the only people in Hollywood who have ever said the sentence, I made enough money. <laughs> he has a lot of, he's going to be okay. Yeah. But I do wonder from, but you know what's interesting, though, is that they were going to, get Zack Snyder to direct episode 7, but it was Spielberg who was like, no, 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 you need to get J.J. J. Abrams in here. And that's when they really... I can't heartily. even imagine. It's hard to imagine. I, I mean, I think if that imagine. happens, it almost certainly they would have stuck with Michael Lawrence's scripts, but they were really wanting to churn out a movie in 2015. I don't think they would have. But yeah, that I mean, that was... I mean, that's out there. That was going to be the dude. Mm-hmm. And he did, Batman v Superman said, and then, like with him and J.J. J. Abrams are friends, they had a lot of back and forth over social media about those things.
2: Fun stuff. Here's my top three. Okay. Patty Jenkins. Mm -hmm. Never gonna happen. Nope. I'm gonna steal your guy's Steven Spielberg because I like that a lot. It's a good plan. More like Steven Spielberg.
1: (laughs) Good stuff.
2: Number three. Philip Lord and Christopher Miller. Oh, oh <laughs> wow! <Well. laughs> no, just kidding. I don't have. A, I don't have a third. I really want him on Flash. I don't have a third. I They're I want. I want Patty Jenkins, and it's never going to happen. But she's my real number one and only pick.
0: Let's have John Favreau do the movie, and he could be in it. <laughs> hey, he could know be what? Finn's
1: bodyguard. John Favreau is a very good choice. I'll be honest with you for that movie. <laughs> He's not the worst. It's just no, no. He'll be okay. But there's the so
2: many directors who would be okay. I just think Patty Jenkins would nail
1: it. I tell you, if you want something that's like Patty Jenkins, who is gonna direct Wonder Woman, is Michelle McLaren, mm-hmm. also of Breaking Bad fame, a I'm... colleague of Ryan Jenson's. Oh, well, there you
2: go. I'm ignorant of her, so
1: I don't. I will really trust know you she... on that. I don't know that she's directed a lot of stuff outside, uh, like film wise. Yeah, but she's a like. Ryan Johnson directed some of the best episodes. Showed it, so did she. That would be another safe bet, I think, in terms of good, solid filmmaking. I don't know. I, I basically the best choice would be not Colin. The best choice would be to not have him have anything to do with the script. Yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, just get him away just, from the script. That's a. I mean, and I feel the same boring, way about George
2: serviceable Lucas. shots. Some shot reverse shot dialogue. There will be it'll be okay as long as he doesn't touch the script. If he touches the script, we're getting the Book
1: of Ray. I don't think that. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't think that you know Jedi is the most inspired shot Star Wars movie, but it's I, an amazingly see, I've heard good
2: movie. I've heard comparisons of Richard Marquand, 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 and Colin Trevorrow, how mm-hmm. they have very similar careers at the point where they got Star Wars. I mean, Marquand didn't direct something like Jurassic
1: World, but they—they also about... didn't do something quite as bad as Book of Henry. I don't exactly.
2: Think. <laughs> well, this—the things I was seeing was before Book of Henry, right? But I've seen some comparisons. Like, here's a guy no one really knows that much about. People were confused with the decision at first, but you know, overall, people like Return of the Jedi. But here's my here's my thing: Jedi and the way that it treated uh Leia. Mm-hmm. Is very much of what I'm afraid. Trevor yeah. is how he's going to treat Leia and Ray. Like in, in Return of the that's Jedi, hilarious. Leia gets like the least to do. I know she looks like she's high all the time, which she probably was. <laughs> you you
0: that's, that's you can't help that. You can't she shoot gets, around. That. She
2: gets the the bikini. She gets yeah. to kill Jabba. But even even then, after she kills Jabba, what does she do in that movie? She repeats Han's line and says, I know. Not says, a lot I of. I mean, Han and. If I you know
0: remember, like though, him. like, Marquand shot the movie and then Lucas came in, grabbed the film, and was like, I'll take it from here, Richard. Thanks. Yeah. So it's like, now, like, R- Richard didn't get to park the car if Maybe we're going to do
1: that to Trevor You know what we can say, though, with this whole Han Solo thing is that Kathleen Kennedy is not going to be like. This is only okay. Yeah, that's true. She's going to, if it sucks, she'll fire. That's you know what, true. too?
0: We also need to, like, I, I, I think some Star Wars fans want it to be this way, and I'm personally okay with it not being this way. I don't need a Die, war, di, a die Ward Star Wars head. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't
1: Boy. need a Die Ward, and I'll say that right no,
0: now. No, no one does, really. I don't need a diehard Star Wars fan to to finish Episode nine if we do need a new director, because the... The two best Star Wars films of all time, like in the the eyes of basically everybody, are the first one with no previous history and the second one where Irvin Kershner really had no reverence for Star Wars right. because he hadn't had that chance to build it up. He was just George's old uh, college professor, basically. We I got, got a buzzer beater.
1: I got a buzzer beater for director choice. Go. Kay. LeBron James. You? It's, it's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave Filoni. Ooh. I don't know.
2: Not, Isaac Der- has made it clear
1: that he doesn't like Dave Filoni. He's an active hater of all things. I... You put a hat on. I think I'd be okay with that. Guess who's directed some of the best Star Wars stuff ever? Yeah. Dave Filoni. Yeah, that's true. Who's to say that he can't... I mean, because here's the thing. What does Disney Lucasfilm want to do? They want to be in so much control. They want to keep it in the family, and they want to have a lot of control over that movie. They want to have their dudes in there. Yeah. Filoni knows to work within the system, and even if he's never directed a live-action film before, they are gonna have all of their have
0: dudes in there. He's gonna have the millions of dollars team behind ever. him. Yeah. Now, look, I- I'll maybe meet you halfway. If it turns out Just that he took Dave. over, what? Well,
2: yes. <laughs> Dave Filoni and Christopher Miller.
0: <laughs> if he wants to take over, maybe the script. That's fine, but is. Like it sounds great on paper. Like just let Dave do everything. But d- does he have not experience? I want to do. It.
1: I wanted to shoot it. I does want he? Him to
0: but do the, but the does die. he have experience though? Like shooting people, or does he? Is he exclusively I think in he's animation. animation only? But
1: if but if you're animation only, I mean the the skill set is not terribly different. Yeah. I mean Brad that, Bird, it was able to transition in a Mission Impossible. and yeah. He had only done animation part
0: That seems like. Like kind of like a low low key risky like it's like you wouldn't think it'd be risky. Here's, but it is a little risky though. I yeah. don't
1: think it's risky from the point of view of Lucasfilm because you got a dude who you know know Star Wars well, is he's gonna on do board. Whatever yeah. you want him to do. I think cool. yeah. if we're gonna go that he far, he loves these
0: characters more than anybody. You might as well have it like co directors, Dave Filoni and Kathleen Kennedy. I think you're going to do that because. (laughs) Why not? Well, I mean, that's not the worst idea in the world, but that's kind of what you'd have to do. I don't know if Dave's. That's what I think Kathleen
1: Kennedy wants, to be honest. I think that she wants to have a lot of control of these movies. I mean, clearly, she's going to throw her weight around. All that you can say at this point is that between all the new Star Wars we got, these new books are really solid. The new movies have been like among the best Star Wars movies ever. The new comics have been pretty good overall. This Force of of Destiny cartoon is good. The Rebels is really good. I mean, they know how to make good Mm -hmm. Star Wars. I think whatever happens with Episode 9, which we've been talking about for the past seven hours, I don't think it will be terrible. My fear is that it will be just good. And these characters deserve, like, they deserve something as good as the original trilogy characters got. That's Mm -hmm. how much I like them at this point. We should probably cut it off. We gotta, we gotta end it right here. I'm the one who Four hosted this half.
0: crap, so I gotta end this, <laughs> guys. <laughs> We are so happy you've That's been with the us. Guys, c- please keep the uh the, the the Twitter tweets coming. The Twitter tweets. Keep talking to us guys. We, we seriously love it when we'll we get back. to interact We'll. We do. We always will we'll We comment, always tweet back. We will argue we, with each other. We kind follow,
2: of follow for follow.
0: Quite <laughs> quite frankly, we overstay our welcome on Twitter. We will blow well, up. Well, there's only one well, person who has access to the grandma talking yeah, the, Twitter account. Let's make it
2: clear one person is controlling that. Person that person
1: perhaps overstays their welcome on Twitter.
0: Maybe. I don't know. There's no way of knowing. But if you... Uh, ask two people. <laughs> if you would like to follow the account that supposedly overstays their welcome on Twitter, follow <laughs> at Grandmoff on Twitter if you want to email us. How many it's, apostrophes? None, actually, Ooh, that you ask. So okay just points. keep that in mind. Grand at gmail.com. If you'd like to email us, but who does that anymore, quite yeah, frankly? Apparently have, no one so far. Yeah. Balls in your court, listeners. And if you'd like to follow us individually, it's at IREC, at Jacob Kreitz, at Riles Bowman. We'll put it in the show show notes if you want to know how to spell it. And if you guys want to buy a t-shirt, we got t-shirts on our (laughs) team public store. The link is on our our Twitter bio. Our store, Jake. Our store that we built with our own bare hands. Yep. (laughs) Rawr! So if you want to buy a t-shirt there, just buy a t-shirt there. Yeah. You and you it. don't, but
1: I'll do it anyway. You can also get like a phone case or a coffee mug. If you'd like to. Buy it. like a earplugs when you sleep at night. Buy an eye mask. Guys,
0: which products have you bought so far? Twitter which one's paper? your
2: favorite? I bought a t shirt today, I'm gonna be
1: honest. Yeah. I did it. I bought a t shirt too, Jake. What's uh... Jake, what'd you buy? I did not. <gasps> I suspected that huh. dinner tonight might be expensive. Yeah. And I don't <laughs> have all that much money left over. <laughs> so I gotta wait a couple Interesting. weeks. Interesting.
0: <laughs> anyway. Well, guys, Good episode, guys. It was chill.
2: It was very chill. We, this is the most us, chilled out episode we've ever had. Let done. us know if you like this new style, and we'll record everything at 10 o'clock at night.
0: After we've eaten, like, five pounds of pork, <laughs> we will record everything this way. So, if this week has been another delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, Taylor to the Modern Fanatic, brought to you lovingly, weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your host, Riley, I love you. Jake, Me too. and Isaac. I only like you. Goodbye. <laughs> A episode of Re- revisionist history. Did you guys listen to that one, the Malcolm Gladwell podcast, specifically like talking about George Lucas. There's this episode called "Hallelujah," and like kind of his style is like he he'll take like one isolated incident, like and kind of expound on that. It he does a really good job of it. Or but uh, outliers, this this one like... kind of um, talked about how it was a Leonard Cohen who originally wrote the song "Hallelujah." <laughs> Yeah. And how like he had so many versions of that song, it took him like twenty years to write it. He never really finished it. And like at one point he had like eight like notebook pages full of lyrics for Hallelujah. And so he just kinda went on that about how there were like two different types of artists who could like one could write paint a picture in two hours and be done forever and the other one would take uh like would labor over it for years and years and years and they would both yield the same quality product, but there was just like two different artistic processes and but, like did, leonard, a good but did leonard
2: go and release it and then later yeah. go back and change it and make it so you couldn't buy that original this version guy, yep just a real like seriously bummer. i don't I, just, I don't know if i can do a lucas episode tonight no
0: not, tonight. No, not, tonight. <laughs> not tonight. i was sure. saying like i want you not guys tonight. to listen to that episode specifically I, I feel like that kind of gives a good that, that, because that's kind of the angle i want to take on it I,
1: yeah
2: yeah that he's this so, sure. torture genius
0: oh boy